Hey, Dave. Hey. Hey, Patrick. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad we finally got to get this uh, this round. Yeah, episode one. Episode one supposed to be was supposed to be last Thursday, but my beautiful wife had a little bit of a health scare. Almost ended up at the ER. So I'm glad we get to get this thing underway finally. Yeah, I'm sure there's other questions, but I guess I'll just say I love that show. <laughs> uh, welcome to Less Than Qualified Dads, guys, the podcast where we make you feel better, not only about your parenting skills, but about your overall lives in general. Throughout this podcast, we will cover all of the important topics dads will face, sharing some of our experiences and so that you can be prepared when these situations arise. At the end of each show, we will cover some sports topics, including some bets we like, and if we wanted to take our advice, then you can lose some money. Ready to get into it? I am ready. I think that was a beautiful intro, by the way. That's <laughs> true. All right. So our first segment, which is something that I think is a topic for everyone to kind of indulge in, is, is coffee the new alcohol? Beautiful first question. Beautiful. First question. I remember in college, uh, actually just last year, when you would get pumped to pregame and go out and rage into 2 a.m. Uh, coffee now, except 2 a.m. Uh, is now 6.45 a.m. And, and by rage, I mean I need peace and quiet. You I told me this, yeah. I absolutely love coffee in the morning before the kids wake up. Before my wife gets going, just sitting on the couch, put on some Sports Center, enjoying myself a cup, a cup of coffee, and just letting it until the day gets going. How do you take your coffee? Cream, no sugar, dark. So not flavored cream. Stay rich. No flavor. No. What? Uh, uh, well, whatever's on sale at Safeway. Uh, <laughs> right now, yeah. I'm on car- caramel macchiato. And I got French vanilla sitting in the uh, the on deck circle. I like that. I have both of those as well. Um, I, I have the French vanilla and the caramel macchiato. Um, I'm similar where I can remember my wife saying, please, Dave, when my father was, when we were growing up, my father would say, don't talk to me before I have my coffee in the morning. And I was like, that was before I drank coffee. And I was kind of like, um... Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Just talk, you know. And now with two kids, I really need that coffee in the morning to even function and show a smile. So I, I feel your six forty-five time by yourself. Yeah, that that that's absolutely my time. And if one of the kids decides to get up at six thirty, that's fine. They can wait till seven till they're getting out of bed. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I thoroughly enjoy is it has boiling hot. The absolute hotter, the better. Really? Yeah. I'm- yeah. Less. I think my wife beats me in that category. She drinks it right away, and I'm like, "The hell's wrong with you?" So <laughs> I, I would extend that question to you. Absolutely. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm talking. We. You, I, I put it in a Yeti cooler. Uh, probably about a half hour before I leave it sitting in the Yeti. I will pour it back into a tumbler, nuke it for a minute, put it back in the Yeti, and walk out the door. Dude, that is. I love your routine. Yeah, it's. I feel like it works for me. <laughs> So I think this came with age and being a parent. So you're talking about your buddy was raging, going out. I was like that, where I would look forward to the weekends to drink. Um, 
and then as I became older and out of college, I was like, I can drink any day, you know, like I don't have to really wake up, works, work, whatever, stay up late drinking. Now I cannot with two kids, even one kid. You can't stay up late drinking because the next day is just awful. Right. Correct. It's, 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 you're just service. It is. You, and then, you know, if, if you got to take a day on the DL and the wife picks you up, then you owe her one. It's, it's, just, it's a whole mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolute mess. Now, can you, uh, can you drink any time of the day or are you strictly in the morning or do you do that? Uh, you don't do that decaf stuff, do you? No, I don't do it for taste necessarily. I do it for function. Out of necessity. And so, yeah, I'll have it in the morning. My daughter's been waking up at 6 a.m. Uh, today was 6.15, so I feel we're making progress. Um, so I'm like, I get seven hours of sleep a night, but I'm still groggy in the morning. So I drink it in the morning. And lately I've been okay throughout the day. Um, I used to drink it at like after dinner. I'd have a cup of coffee and just try and stay awake because I need some of me time. Um, but... Now I'm kind of around like four o'clock. I'll have one, or I may not have one the rest of the day. I'm I'm limiting it a little bit. Okay. Now here's a question for you, um, and it's going to lead into another two part. Option B, Dunkin' Donuts. Option C, other. What's your? What do you go with? Was A Starbucks? Sorry. A, Starbucks. Yeah. Pike Place. <laughs> I used to get that. Um, I got sick a few times off Starbucks. I can't do Starbucks anymore. Um, I just have money sitting on my card, my app for Starbucks. That's going to be a gift for you. Yeah. Probably. I'm just going to buy you something from Starbucks. And, <laughs> um, I can't do Starbucks. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. I do a lot of home coffee. Folgers. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a little. I used to be a huge Dunkin' Donuts guy, um, but I, then I realized I think it was like it was I think it was like back to back trips. I realized when they were punching it in the calculator just how many squirts of each was in it. It's like if you get the cream and sugar, it's four squirts of uh, cream and four sugars. And Whoa, yeah, yeah kind of from there, I was like, okay, my wife likes Starbucks a lot. We do Starbucks a lot. Um, and it's starting to it started to wear on me. I think I've 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 gradually shifted from a Dunks guy to a Starbucks guy. Um, said if we go on a road trip, any road trip, uh, I, I like lattes. Like I, I really enjoy like a chai tea latte. Um, but I can't I, I cannot get them on a road trip. If I'm traveling somewhere, I have to get a, a coffee because it'll last me a half hour. You know, half hour. 35 minutes you know just to do something if if i get a latte it's gone before back on on, on the main road yeah just to do something i get that right I'll bug it. um so used to be duncan i can count on three fingers how many times i've had duncan donuts coffee so i'm i'm probably a bad study on that um bad focus group on that question because i just went to starbucks because people did and then I liked it, but then I started to feel my stomach did not agree. So I really just travel mug. That's how I go. That's how I roll. Folgers in a travel mug. You're 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 uh, you're content. I will say it has to do with um, 
location, though, because I absolutely love Wawa coffee. And I don't have that down here. I'm stuck with sheets. And I tried that the other day, and it was too watered down for me. So I'm when I do travel home to see my mom, I get Wawa as much as possible. You'll load up. I do. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I'm sticking with my home coffee. Um, do you still drink alcohol, Patrick? Uh, I do very uh, – you know, you know what, Dave? I've gone from – uh, college was, you know, college uh, all the time. At post-college, it was kind of more socially every once in a while get after it. Now it's almost not socially once a month get after it. And that's kind of the transition I've gone to. I'm feeling that, man. I, I'm i with you. I, I, I can't get into I can't see the advantage of having a beer or a wine drink every night. I just can't do it. But then, you know, save myself up if somebody wants to go watch the Capitals, watch the 13-win Orioles. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll get after it for a night. Like Toby Keith said, you know, as good as I once was. Oh, my God. Let's not talk. Country music will be another topic. Let's, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really relinquishing the drink. Um, it sucks because, like, when people visit, you want a drink um, or – like my wife's brother just visited us from New York City this weekend and Friday night we got after it a little bit and just, you know, red wine. That's it. But still gives you a good hangover. Um, <laughs> but we, you know, we got up early and left for the beach. Um, well, I got up early with the kids and Rick, her brother, just slept in till 10. You know, he can do that. Another, could be another topic, just people without right. but i i don't see the benefit of it i mean i've had a bottle of wine just sitting on the counter like staring at me laughing at me even and i just don't have the urge anymore which i think is probably a good thing and we can wrap up this segment after this question but you obviously wear a turtleneck when you drink wet red wine do you wear a turtleneck while you drink your coffee i do but it's sleeveless <laughs> I needed that. Yeah. Um, all right. End of segment one. End of one. All right, Dave. Scenario for you for segment two. Hit me. Can you hear me? Yeah. Got a scenario for you for, uh, for to, to begin segment two. All right, hit me. You're out to eat with your in-laws. Nice meal. Check comes. What do you do? Well, first uh, thought was to run, but that's usually how it is, just anyway, whenever bills come. But <laughs> the, I would say, I think initially, before I started working full-time, I would sincerely offer to pay. And I guess if my in-laws were ever to listen to this, I would hope that they remember that the, I had this past sincerity because I basically just reach for the check in slow motion now, hoping my father-in-law grabs it before I get there, <laughs> as if I would ever get there. But, yeah, I it used to be like I would just try sincerely, like, you know, 
he takes care of us a lot. You know, the in-laws really look out for us. Even, you know, my parents, same thing. But you want to pay. But the dude has been working for a while. He's got money. He wants this. You know, there's a pride factor there, I feel. Um, so you just kind of – now it's just expected in a way, which is sad to say. But uh, I don't know. What do you do? Would, would you ever, uh, you know, three-quarters of the way – or, or uh, you know, before the appetizer comes out, you know, you make a quick bathroom run. Would you ever give your credit card to the waiter or waitress, you know, early in the meal, tell her to run it so that the check never even comes out? Hmm. Now, I've done that before, but not with the in-laws. I've done that with uh, my wife's cousin, um, which led to more awkwardness than anything. Like, a, I don't think we were kind of just drinking that night, and I left the bar, and then he, like, awkward text the next morning did you pay for everything and i was like uh yeah and he goes you didn't have to and then it's that awkward no nah, it's cool i wanted to and then anyway <laughs> i just haven't done it with an in the in-laws i feel honestly that he would be like no and just go back up <laughs> tell him to avoid it <laughs> reverse it kind of like and i don't know if that's the pride thing again it's just why won't he let me pay that's the question I like to uh, – my, my kind of move is to strike up a conversation as soon as, soon as like, a, uh, ideally, I'm, I've positioned myself when, you know, when you first approach the table at the beginning of the meal, it's a strategic choice which chair you want to sit in so that you can see the waiter or waitress on their way their every move. And if I'm lucky enough to pick the correct seat, when I see them coming out with the check, I begin to strike up a conversation and then take the angle that – I can't reach for this check because I'm in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> and, you know, I need, I really need to finish this story about cutting the grass or meal prep before I can make a reach for this check. Yeah. Yeah. What if the father-in-law just is listening intently to your story and the bill just sits there? Do you talk for another 20 minutes? Yeah. Then we got, <laughs> then we got to stare off. <laughs> Someone's got to make a first move, Dave. I guess we're being a little chauvinistic here. Or mother-in-law. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, but, there's a different scenario for you, too, and something that needs to be concerned about, or, or thought about. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to label this as more of a pro tip than uh, what would you do type thing. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're out breakfast or a lunch, absolutely I'll make a reach for that check. <laughs> But we're, if we're doing dinner, uh, you know, hopefully I paid for the breakfast that morning and it's kind of, <laughs> it's your turn, bud. Yeah. Oh, that is a pro tip. That is good stuff. Um, yeah. And people always remember the first person to pay. Um, not trying to get off topic, but when you're at the bar and like you go out with like eight people and you go, hey, first one's on me. And you buy a round. I feel you're a local celebrity. You, yep, they remember it. They're sober enough. Dave's a good guy. Wow, he just bought a round. And then as the night gets later, they'll remember, no, Dave, you got the last one, even though it was like four rounds ago. <laughs> but that's off topic. So I like that pro tip. Breakfast is definitely cheaper. Um, maybe not in your area. D.C. breakfast seems to be a, tough. But if yeah. dinner... You might, you, you might need to pay for a brunch as compared to a breakfast up here. <laughs> um, how close are you with your in-laws? Like, would you be able to talk about this? 
Absolutely. Extremely close. Okay, nice. Absolutely. Now, they, uh, I'm with you. They, they 100% uh, – I have s- sincerely made a reach and attempted several times to sincerely to, uh, to pay for a meal, and they just absolutely will not let me. <laughs> and yeah. Other, if it's uh, father-in-law and mother-in-law together, just father-in-law, just mother-in-law, it does, does not matter. It, it's, it's, it's a tough win to let them to get me to, to get – well, I should say us – to get us to pay for a meal. It's on them no matter what. Right, yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, um, I think he allowed, my father-in-law allowed us to pay for the meal once, but then he, like, noted it, and then <laughs> took us on, like, a cruise vacation. <laughs> oh, that worked, that worked out. Yeah, so it's like, I really need to pay for the next one when we're out. Now, uh, now if does uh, figuring that they're going to pay for it, does that uh, alter your order judgment? Hmm. It does, uh, you know. Raw answer, yes. <laughs> um, but it helps when you're a vegetarian; everything's cheaper anyway. <laughs> um, it's now gotten to the point where like jokes are made at my expense because I think you know he's caught on to this already. In quotes, yeah, like Dave's gonna actually pay. Did you even bring your wallet? And I can't even say anything because I'm just nodding, like, no, nah, I didn't bring my wallet. <laughs> There's no good response for that. What you, no. You just, you're going to wave it from Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> oh, good. You can pay. Well, yeah. damn it. He just had like a mind fuck. <laughs> I segment three. And, uh, a topic that's painful just to think about. <laughs> parenting well we got we both got two kids now parenting while hungover yeah i think some of our listeners there aren't any but if they are may have thought we our segment was parenting it hurts just to think about <laughs> as, as you just said uh our our, our one listener hi mom yeah. uh, <laughs> we don't we don't drink uh no, just just kidding um it's it just sounds painful. We've you know, we've 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 all been there. You know, you, we both have uh, two and a half year olds coming up on three. Uh, you know, we've we we've, we've gotten after it a couple times more than we should have, knowing the next day that uh, I shouldn't have done that. And the next day, until and you know, until you t- turn that corner, until you can keep the food down, until you can keep the water down, it's it's absolutely brutal. And, you know, uh, our kids they're gonna wake up at six six thirty. No matter what, they you know they don't care that you got banged up last night and your head's throbbing and you're throwing up. They don't care. They really don't. They don't care. Yeah, they they want they want breakfast. They want a smoothie. They want. Uh, I do hard boiled eggs with my daughter every morning. Um, and it it's just oh, it's awful. My, my I mean, I, I'll I'll throw the TV on for three hours. Tell her not, you know, play the quiet game. How long time or how long she can keep her mouth shut. Uh, it, I like that. Yeah, it, you do anything you can to get by. As I said, it's just turning that corner. Once you get to like trending up, I feel like you can do it. But until that point, it's anything. You know, do whatever you got to do to get by. Well, just think about pre-kids hangover. What'd you do? You slept in. Yeah, slept. If you couldn't sleep in, you just laid there in bed with TV on and just basically didn't move till 11 a.m. 
and you just can't do that. Like you, right. that's think about 11 a.m. That's five hours of a kid being awake and ready to go. Right, or is ready. Um, it's the sweetest good morning ever, except when you're hungover. Yes. Good morning, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have this awful habit. I will try to. I will wake up. I will try to push through it. If I've, uh, if I, if I am hungover, uh, and my wife is home, I will try to push through it. Just kind of almost like a, from a beating myself up standpoint, like, okay, you went out last night, you had your fun, but now you got a parent and I'll walk out there and I feel like I can't do it. I know I'm, I'm showing that I can't do it. And my wife will just be like, what are you doing? Go back to sleep. You are helping nobody you <laughs> this afternoon. You moron. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, okay, if you say so, I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> And that's a nice win. That's a nice wife. Good job. Like, if she can see you're struggling and you are attempting, that's good. Um, you almost will your wife to tell you that, I want to say. Like, even the night before, you're kind of like, yeah, I'm going to be drinking tonight. You know, Patrick's in town. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then there's, like, nothing else. And you're like, I was hoping she could, you know, maybe just give me the, you can sleep in. I'll get Emery. <laughs> right. And then hey, we, hey, it's, you're like, uh, the clock is like after midnight, but you're having so much fun talking about nothing. The glory. <laughs> Just drinking and flowing and laughing. And then it's like 1.30 and you're like, oh no, five hours. <laughs> and you're on the clock. <laughs> you are. And then you're almost like willing your wife when you're in bed. Just staring at her, just please. We were, uh, yeah. uh, we had a wedding down in North Carolina, and we were in, in Raleigh um, two years ago. And the, uh, no, last year, I'm sorry, it was last year. And the night before, so it was the night of the rehearsal, um, my, our daughter made the trip with us. This was before my son was born. And we got we got banged up from the rehearsal. We were out late. A uh, couple from the bri- from the um, the bridal party went went out to a bar afterwards that probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a late night. We get up the next morning, and my parents made the trip up to watch our daughter throughout the wedding. But we all we all get up. We stay in the uh, bed and breakfast thing, so we're all together. And my parents and uh, my wife had made plans to take uh, my daughter out to a playground, and I'm doing what I, I just said that I was, uh, that I do and crawl out of bed. And I'm like, okay, let's go take Catherine to the playground. And we step outside and it's 90 and humid, <laughs> like a punch in the face. That was the last place I wanted to be was outside watching a bunch of kids run around at a playground. And my wife kind of turned to me. It was like, go to sleep. You have a wedding in five hours. Get yourself together. <laughs> and it was, the best uh that's why i married her that was the best <laughs> that moment that moment yep cemented the reasoning i believe that in those moments that's like the best thing you can hear though thank you thank you right thank you. yeah <laughs> uh, i will say like that's probably i mean we're like evolving as humans we're realizing okay you can't drink like this anymore that's going back to our first segment um, you kind of learn 
I got to look forward to something else. This is really not helping my parenting style. Um, so you just look forward to that coffee. Go to sleep before midnight. Read a book. Yeah. inside, but you got to have your coffee. You'll be awake. That's exactly it. Like 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 we uh, yeah like you said earlier, it's, it's um, the social aspect of it. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't think it would do any harm. Uh, you know, one or two a night, that kind of thing. But I don't even want to risk it at this point. <laughs> going to mess up my coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to risk it. I. Like, it's weird. You almost look forward to like Friday night. That would be like, all right, I can drink a little tonight. It's the weekend, no work. And then, no, parenting is seven days. Um, and you can't just put that on your wife every Friday night or that just becomes <laughs> something that will hurt your marriage later on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're. it's tough. I mean, the social aspect is true, but how do you get over that? I mean... I've always heard you can use kids as an excuse, which I've used a few times. Um, I guess you can be the designated driver. It's just hard to be like that change. Like drinking is fun when you're with friends because you loosens you up, obviously. But when you have kids and you're going to be relied on, you almost have to. There's a quote on our refrigerator that we keep up. Um, it's from Big Brother. No. What's the... Great TV show. No, it's the one where they lose a lot of weight. They're really heavy people. Oh, yeah, Biggest Loser. Okay, Biggest Loser. And then Michaels, the trainer? Oh, Jillian. Thank you. You completely... I feel like I'm on a quiz show. She... So this is a quote thing, daily quote from strong females that my wife has on the fridge. And we kept this one up because it says, parenting is not for sissies. You got to sacrifice and grow up. And uh, when we first had it, I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I can be who I want to be. No quote's going to tell me. And then I was hung over one morning and realized Jillian Michaels is prophetic. I should listen. She changed your life. I'm not better. I am the biggest loser. <laughs> All right, last segment of episode one. Are you ready? I am. I'm excited for this one. This is a good one. Sports betting. I've been telling for like a year I'm going to start, and I haven't. But I did create a login with Bavada, so it's happening. Is it a – you can get them in any state nowadays. I heard. You don't have to go through Vegas. Nice. All right. Maybe we should get in on that. The great state of New Jersey for that win. The great state of New Jersey. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Okay, so you're going to, you you might dabble with a little bit of sports betting. I'm going to make these picks and kind of do a dry run. Okay. And and tally myself how I do um, not sports betting as of yet. Okay. I like that. Kind of like just keep a running to see if you're good see if you can win the majority i'm going for 70 percent. i like that that gets you in the hall of fame um gets me nothing because i don't sports but true yeah. i'll do one i got one for you and it's baseball okay. Hit me. 
So the Dodgers are hosting the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, Aaron Nola, the ace of the Phillies, is going tonight, and he's been, like, lights out. I'm actually playing against him tonight in fantasy. I'm not excited, but I'm choosing the Phillies at plus one-and-a-half runs against Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers. Wow. Dodgers, I thought that might get your ears perked up, but Kershaw is coming off the DL and not – he hasn't been doing Kershaw things this year. Um, I think the guy that owns him in our fantasy league is fed up with him. He's really upset. But, I mean, Kershaw is going to return to form. It's just a matter of when. I just don't think it's tonight. I think Aaron Nola is going to continue. He has like a scoreless streak of 20 innings or something. I don't know. Anyway. I think they'll do it. I think I, I tried not to look at the score because it happened already. Like it, four, six. I don't know. Anyway, it was already going on, but I wanted that pick because I think the Phillies with a with a run and a half, um, I think they'll cover no matter what. Even if they were giving a run and a half, I think they're going to win. So you're, you're taking something called Aaron Nola over Clayton Kershaw. You'll be surprised. Aaron Nola may start the All Star game. Really. I don't know. That blows my mind. A lot of good NL pitchers. Yeah, yeah, Scherzer. He'll do. Oh, you're. Damn it! You just called me out. You're right. Scherzer's a fucking beast. Um, I think his ERA is like one. Um, he beat, he beat up on the struck out twelve yesterday on the Orioles. Yeah. yeah I mean, not that that's a, an accomplishment. Strikes out twelve versus He struck out more Orioles than the Orioles have wins. How about that? For, that that might be the stat of the day. Although it's, I think they have 18 wins. But anyway. It doesn't matter. Nola will be in the All-Star game. That's Nola, all. All-Star game. Phillies plus one and a half. Book it. Book it. I went with uh, – I kind of did a two out of three one. How, how about this one? I looked these up today over the weekend. How about these pitching matchups? I took uh, – all I'm saying is Astros versus Red Sox. It's the weekend series. Um, I think the Astros would take two out of three, and I think they win the two – over the weekend, so Saturday and the Sunday nighter. <laughs> but listen to these games, Dave. You'll love these. You like pitching. Friday, Garrett Cole versus Chris Sale. Oh. Saturday versus David Price. And Sunday, Charlie Morton, 7-0 Charlie Morton versus uh, Rick Corsello. Oh. That's a baseball fan dream, right? That's really, really good. You would think going in that it's going to be a pitcher's dream. Is it in Houston, Boston? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Don't really Houston care. just got kind of beat up against the Yankees. Um, yeah, they need they, a win. Yeah, their bullpen can't hold up against them. Um, Rick Porcello, Jersey boy, screwed me last year. He won the Cy Young, I want to say, two years ago. He did. And then absolutely shit the bed last year when I picked him in fantasy, so I was really upset with that man. Um Garrett Cole comes out of nowhere this year, I think, because he was not this good. Uh, With, right? I think the Astros' um, pitching staff is ridiculous. They, if you look at like the top AL pitchers, it's all Astros. Um, Verlander has a one point oh something ERA too. It's just, yeah. And Sale, I'm playing against him in fantasy. I can't. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. I'll say. Yeah, I mean, Kate Upton's really revitalized Verlander's career, so good for him. That is the X factor there. But, yeah, so my my take is uh, Astros two of three, the 
specifically, I like the Saturday Sunday games. Um, so they may they may drop this first one, but I still I think they get two out of three over the weekend still. So you think Cole gets beat, or is it the bullpen? Um, probably Cole gets beat just because it's Sale. You know, you're you're lucky to get one versus Sale and seven. It's true. So if I didn't say anything, you're yeah, probably even though Astros can hit, Astros can hit a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's still Chris Sale. It is, yeah. Um, that's a heavyweight matchup, though. Like those, it is ALCS preview. Yeah, I mean, with the Yankees, Red Sox, and Astros, I mean, they're the top three in power rankings, I think, too, for the whole major league. So can anyone else make a run? Cleveland, I mean, is it, are we going to see the same? I mean, Cleveland makes a run, probably. Cleveland is like five hundred right now. I, I don't see it um, currently. Their pitching does not hold up against those teams we just talked about. Even the Yankees' pitching is not terrible. They're more in line with the Indians' pitching, but Houston and Boston. They're going to be really – I think it's those two, like ALCS, right? So, it's a three-dog – it's a three-team race for the pennant. Angels, sneaky. Okay. Um, they're going to have to hit. Upton – Justin Upton's been, like, out of his mind. I think he's in a slump right now, but he's going to have to maintain some type of production. But, like, Otani and Trout, Pujols, if he can do anything. I, I like the Angels. I just don't think they match up against, one, the Astros – or any AL East team. So, um, yeah, I think it is a three-team race, but I don't think the Yankees can beat the Red Sox or the Astros, despite beating the Astros earlier. Because you don't think they're pitching to hold up? No, and I don't think this hitting. I mean, Stanton is not doing well. Judge is out of his mind. Um, But the Yankees lineup is scary as hell. Um, Even that rookie, like Glabar Torres, is like, He's batting over 300, has like nine home runs, eight home runs, and like has not in like less than a month. Uh, it's just scary stuff. I don't like when the Yankees are doing this, and it's all young, so it's scary that they're going to be doing this for a while. They right. for a while, and they got they they can pay any player, which they always do. And then it's hard because you want to root against them, but you can't root. You don't want to root for Boston, and it's not like the AL helping. Yeah. Um, I do got one, uh, one more pick for you, Dave, though, with the uh, Stanley Cup finals here up in my, my uh, backyard. Town of, yeah, D- backyard of D.C. <laughs> uh, Caps switched, took home ice from the Golden Knights on uh, the other night, and they got, they got game three here Saturday, game four here Monday. I say the Caps get both of them. Ooh, that is yeah. bold. Power move. The Vegas Knights, I haven't watched one – puck drop of any hockey this year but that's all i hear about is vegas i was it's following for you with the caps a little bit but i'm that is bold because vegas has just been running through everybody right yeah they've been crushing everyone they're uh before this season so through the western conference finals it was something and if they if they had, if they beat the caps in five games or less they would have played the least amount of games in the Stanley Cup playoffs ever for a for a uh, a champion. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and they're an expansion team. Obviously, this is their first year. Um, yeah, I don't know if I buy it totally that this is the rejects of other teams. I'm sure that's the kind of chip on the shoulder the players have worn throughout the season. But just for an expansion team to gel that quickly, 
Um, you know, obviously a great job by the GM to put this kind of team together and then to come out and just run through the regular season, literally run through the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're unbelievable. I don't think this is a second loss. They lost to the Sharks in overtime in the, uh, in the um, second round. But, I mean, they, they got something going on. They're young. They're fast. Um, they're a good team. I'm nervous for you because that is like a you haven't watched a puck drop. Can't be nervous. <laughs> it's true. That's true. That's a good fan. No nervous. Just win. Just win. so you missed you missed the Holpe save the other day. He's still playing. Top Oh man, he had a good save. Started the playoffs on the bench. Caps go down uh, two games to none. First round versus Columbus. Enter the Holpe and. In game three of the first round, he hasn't he hasn't looked back since. That is a good story. Not as good as the Vegas Knights, but that is a good story. No, a, a distant second to the uh, Vegas Knights. Do yourself a favor. Look up the whole piece. Okay, I will. It's phenomenal. I love some goalie saves. Absolutely phenomenal. He's the best. Hmm. That statue's going up next week. <laughs> and the, the original starter is just going to be left gone somewhere. Grubauer. Grubauer. Yeah, he's a uh, MIA. No yeah, he quit. He quit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ring. Hey, guys, remember me? Does that conclude <laughs> Concepts from Less Than Qualified Fathers, Episode 1? That does. I think That's it was it. successful. I had a lot of fun. Successful. I had a lot of fun. It was really good. I All right. It. More Concepts coming your way maybe next week. Maybe next week. We'll see how uh, how our health are. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, man. Later.